praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adewumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. Today I want to bring the message from the book of Daniel chapter 9. We have gone through the series in the book of Daniel and in a few other sermons we are going to go through the rest of the chapters. In the book of Daniel chapter 9 we see prophecy that Daniel wrote and we want to first talk a little bit about how Daniel was so elevated to the position of being a prophet and how God really blessed him with all these visions and visitations. If you do the same thing and you walk with God like Daniel did, you will receive from the Lord also visitations like prophets because they that seek him will find him. Like the word of God said, if you seek me early you shall find me when you shall seek the lord with all of your heart you will find god so in the book of daniel you will see from the book of daniel chapter one we spoke about how daniel separated himself from the ungodly things and decided that they would not eat of the of what they have classified in their religion as unclean meat unclean food so it's more like what you will say setting yourself apart for god to use you so that lifestyle that Daniel took upon himself was unique. He was not the only Jew. There are other Jews that came with him, but himself and his three friends singled themselves out to be separate, to be different from the rest of the Jews of their, of their land because they wanted to keep themselves for God, seeking God for their lives and for the life of Israel, of Jerusalem. And God honored that. God respected their dedication to him. And God rewarded them with wisdom, with promotion, wherever they are working. The same is what I'm pushing, pointing to you right now, my friend. If you walk with God, with the Lord Jesus Christ, the same way, dedicating your life to obey His word, dedicating your body to keep yourself pure, following the scriptures, especially the New Testament, touch not the unclean like the word of God said, and showing the let the fruits of the Holy Spirit manifest in you. When you put all those restrictions upon yourself just for the sake of wanting to please God, and then walking with Him, like Christ said, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, then you will be able to ask what you will, it shall be done for you. That is the promise of the Lord. And he also said, Very, very I said to you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. There are great rewards. For those that will single-handedly, individually, separate themselves from the world and dedicate themselves to the Lord. God is still honoring those people individually. And God wants you to... It's your decision you've got to make. You can't say the church does not say we should do this. If you are waiting for the church to say that, I mean the congregation, you are wasting your time. You have to individually do it yourself, following the Lord. Pursue the Lord by yourself. You see, the Bible said... God spoke about King David, that David was a man after my own heart. Well, who was telling David to do that? It was not the servants of David that told him to seek God. He just proposed in himself to seek, to seek God, to be after God's own heart. He wrote that my soul panted after the old God. So it is an individual choice. We are all called to be Christians, but you as an individual believer have to choose to pursue after God, to want to know God more, to want to study His word more, to want to fast and pray more, to want to dedicate yourself and keep yourself separate from the world, touch not the unclean thing. Those are things that individually have to seek God doing it by yourself. Don't wait for the congregation. Don't wait for your parents or your pastor to, to lead the way. 
you go once you have been born again lead your own way following the lord wholeheartedly and you will begin to see a reward that will be coming to you god himself will be ministering to you in your room in your corner you begin to see visitation of angels when you take all these exhortations upon yourself that is what daniel was doing without anybody telling him to do it he himself and his friends were praying three times a day he said he will pray nobody told him as a young man he started doing that pointing his face towards jerusalem and praying and god was noticing that and god started giving him wisdom he was able to interpret dreams and visions and when he got, got older and he was promoted he became a, a, a elder statesman in babylon god that was promotion by god because of his dedication to the god of israel visitations like prophecies like this were coming to him everything that he wrote down were things that will happen from the time of daniel till the end of the world i'm saying when you walk with god the same way like daniel walked with god or better you will get rewards like that also now let's go on and read this chapter of daniel chapter 9. this is one of the prophecies that god gave to daniel actually angels visited him and told him these things and i want you to know angels are still visiting us up till today i have experiences like that that i have written in my literatures of prophecies of visitation of angels angels are still visiting people that are seeking after god so these things that we read in the bible the to the unbeliever they think this is just fairy tales to those who are just religious and they think this happened in the olden days it can never happen again you are wrong both of you are wrong these experiences are happening daily even in this generation to we believers that are seeking god individually i'm not saying to a group of churches somewhere because people say what is that church so that i can join them no you are the church you can begin to do the same thing like i'm pointing out to you and the angels will begin to visit you god will begin, will begin to visit you like it was like they were visiting daniel the prophet like they are where they are visiting me and many other people that were doing the same exhortation because we read it from the from the book of daniel how daniel first follow after god our king david pursue after god and as you and me do the same thing we get the same reward now let's read the story of daniel in the first year of darius the son of hyasuros of the seed of the Medes, which was made king over the realm of the chaldeans that's daniel chapter 9. in the first year of his reign high daniel understood by books the number of the years whereof the word of the lord came to jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of jerusalem now let me first stop right there what was daniel saying here daniel said he read the book of another prophet now do you see what i'm saying who told daniel to go read the book of another prophet he purposely wanted to seek after god wanted to know and so he went and read the book of another prophet. Now that is to first teach you, my brother. If you are a brother, a sister, a Christian believer, that some pastors in your church have said, don't read any literature from all of these prophets and ministers or so. They are making you to be afraid not to want to learn from other ministers. Then they are wrong. Don't listen to those type of pastors. You have to remember this. God has put in his church gifts, ministry gifts, apostles evangelists prophets pastors and teachers they are not in one single local church they are in the body of believers maybe you only have a pastor in your local church but where are the apostles ministry where are the prophets ministry 
the evangelist ministry, teacher's ministry. That's all over the world. And God is doing that worldwide and sending evangelists like I'm on the radio, preaching to you right now like a teacher or a prophet or an evangelist. I'm sending the word of God out to you. Listen to it so that you can be edified. You may not get this type of meat in your local church. You may not get this kind of strong meat and strong meat of the word of God from your local denomination. But you can get it from my literature, from other ministers that are being edified, that are being ministered, that are being given this word to preach to others. So God has put all these ministers in his church so that the body of believers worldwide can gain from them. So be, feel free to read literatures from other evangelical ministers all over the world. Many of them are coming from America here or some of them are in other countries. But their literatures are defined and their literatures are to build up the faith of the believers. So don't be cut short by limiting yourself to only what your pastor says. But make sure you are free to read the prophecies of other ministers or other prophets of God, past, present or current. So that's what I want you to know. Remember this, Daniel the prophet, he didn't classify himself as a, as a prophet, but we are now calling him Daniel the prophet. In his own day, he was just like one of us, seeking after God. And all these visions were coming to him. He didn't call himself a prophet, but we can look back and say he was a prophet because the word of God comes to prophets. And when God begins to talk to somebody, he, God has made him a prophet. Anyone that God can speak to and say, go tell them or write his thing down, that man is a prophet. Whether major prophet or minor prophet, as far as God is concerned, is the servant of God. So Daniel was a prophet, but during his time, he didn't classify himself as a prophet, just a believer. So, but now look at this. He was reading the book of another prophet before him. He was reading the book of Jeremiah the prophet. And that was where he got his inspiration. He said when he read the book of Jeremiah the prophet, he understood that God promised 70 years will be the captivity of Jerusalem when Jerusalem will be desolate will be for 70 years and he read that and he believed it you have to remember if you go back to the book of da Jeremiah the prophet Jeremiah was prophesying this to them before they were taken captive the people in Israel didn't believe Jeremiah in fact they arrested Jeremiah they put him in jail they put him in prison they did many bad things to him but God delivered him that they didn't kill him and all the people all through the time of Jeremiah didn't accept him as the prophet but he wrote some things and told them this is going this was going to happen to them and they had copies of it after they were taken away captive some of them tried to get copies of what other things did he say because now what he said that will happen had already happened many years later maybe now it was about 60 years after that they were now trying to find out what other things did this prophet said because he said that they will be destroyed when the other prophets around him and the other elders and the leaders of the city of the country didn't believe him and they arrested him but what happened what he said happened and they were now trying to find out what more things did he say so that they can learn that was how daniel got the copy of the book of jeremiah and i'm exhorting you also uh, get copies of the literatures of ministers sometimes you may have to pay for it that is how to seek after god somebody say well if i get it for free i will read it you better sometimes seek after it by hungering after it they that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled that is why some of these researchers it took us money to put it on the radio for you to listen to. We are paying for making literatures, rather by printing them, it's by we pay to those printers. We don't have the printing press, we pay those printers. So if God bless you that you have enough money to send, send money to get all those literatures so that you can 
learn from them those that seek after God sometimes they seek after God with their own money so we have to remember that God is not asking for your money but if he takes us money to print all these Bibles if he takes us money to print all these things you better get some of this money also to buy it send some money to to get some of this so that you can learn that is how you can say I am seeking after God wholeheartedly with your own money if you are really interested you will pay for it also so that is what I'm trying to see that you may have to pay for some of these things for them to mail them to you not only from me even from many other ministers that are telling the truth all over the world the word of God has been given and great is the company of those that publish it and we are publishing it to you today now let's go on to this story of Daniel uh, what Daniel said is so he said after he read the book of Jeremiah the prophet he found out that it will be 70 years for Jerusalem to be desolation now Daniel wanted to intercede because he was getting close to 70 years perhaps so he wanted to intercede for Jerusalem and you will see from verse 3 his prayer and let me read some of the verses of his prayer he said, and I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes and I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said O Lord the great and dreadful God keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments we have sinned now I'm going to stop right there and God, I'm not going to read your prayer because it's a long prayer but what I'm going to point to you here is this number one Daniel after reading the book of Jeremiah the prophet and realizing that 70 years was determined for the captivity and he wanted to begin to pray for revival revival of the Jews that the God will do something to bring the Jews back to Jerusalem he wanted to pray he was praying for revival right now but how was he going to pray this is to teach you and me that wanted to pray for your country to teach you and me how to pray Daniel wanted to pray for revival he wanted to pray for Jerusalem and he first prayed by confessing their sins his own sin and the sin of the Jews that were all taken out of Jerusalem God was punishing them he knew so he first had to confess and repent you may say well you should tell the other people to repent yes maybe he has not done anything wrong but he put himself as one of them and said Lord we have all sinned that is the first thing you have to note and then of course another thing is when you like I said I said go ahead and read literatures from other ministers when you read those literatures it should rise you up to want to move closer to God if you get literatures from ministries or prophets that does not rouse you up to want to move closer to God then you either misreading those literatures or they are not sent by God because that is exactly how you can test because some of these people that you say some of your pastors that you say don't take literatures they are false prophets around and they terrify you not wanting to touch any of those books of those ministers claiming that they may be poor false prophets how do we know whether they are false prophets or true prophets God already said it in his word if a prophet performs wonders and miracles wash him if he tells you to let's follow other girls then he is a false prophet but if he is rousing you to move closer to God he said that is my prophet is the message in the books on the literatures wanting you to, to, to seek God more wanting you to move closer to God that is the true prophet of God and that is why I am challenging you to do the exhortation like the prophets of old did how they walk with God if you do the same thing God will minister to you the same way as he ministered to them you will get the same reward 
look at an example here this is what Daniel did he said after he read this book he went into a prayer session that is what you should also have when you read literatures it should rouse you up to want to pray to want to move closer to God to want to repent that is what it should make you to do that is the first test use that to test what you are reading after you read it it's not just, to edit, it's not just an entertainment those literatures are not entertainment those sermons of cases that you get from those ministers shouldn't be just to entertain you it should make you to rouse someone to move closer to God to want you to pray want you to get more power from God want to be like Jesus because that is what it's destined or determined for to, to be now here it is Daniel said he started to seek and to by prayer and supplication with fasting so if you are praying sometimes hard fasting to your prayer so that it can get serious he said and sackcloth and ashes that is he was repenting and asking God for mercy so that you tell you how to do the same thing that you must sometimes fast along with your prayer so that God can can answer you speedily and he went further he said I pray unto the Lord and made my confession now how did he pray he first praised God and lifted up God higher he said lift him higher he said thou great and dreadful God keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him before you present your case first elevate God God is above all after you have lifted him up then you can begin to present your case the same type of prayer God Jesus Christ taught us say that when you pray say our father we shout in heaven hallowed be the name you have to lift him up first he is bigger than you don't just come before him and begin to tell him what you want him to do for you as if he's your servant no lift him up above all things praise him exalt him bring your own servant your own people lower that we are nothing before you God we are dust before you you are the great one you are the one that created all things now you have called his attention because he that exalted himself shall be abased but he that humbled himself shall be exalted so Daniel showed to us an example there like the logical taught us how to pray he first lifted up God before he started repenting from the sins of Israelites and he told God that God you are righteous to judge Jerusalem just like that but show mercy right now so that was the summary of his prayer and as he prayed and prayed and prayed an angel touched him and spoke to him and that is where we are going to go in the next in the in a few minutes we're going to jump the prayer you can go ahead and read it yourself in the book of Daniel chapter 9 when you walk with God the way these prophets walk with God God will minister to you and visit you and tell you things the way he told these men things in the book of Amos chapter 3 verse 7 God said we the Lord our God will do nothing but he will show his secrets unto his servants the prophets so when you walk with God in the prophetic way you become a prophet and God will show you things to come just like he showed to Daniel and all these prophets now here is what the angel was telling Daniel and the interpretation may not be maybe we will not be able to have time to tell the interpretation but we will tell the prophecy now the angel was talking he said 70 weeks are determined upon thy people that is about upon the Israelites and upon thy holy city that is upon Jerusalem 70 weeks are determined to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy See, 70 weeks will be, will, be, will be used to do all of those now know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem 
unto the Messiah the Prince shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall even in troublous land. Let me stop right there right now. It was giving Daniel timetable of events that was determined from the time of Daniel now till the end actually. But let's see what he was giving the timetable in the short form. He said from the time of Daniel, he actually started, he said, from the time that the commandment will go forth to rebuild the city. Now, Daniel was still praying that God will cause revival and the angel was telling him that the revival will come alright. The city will be rebuilt alright. And God is going to send a commandment to rebuild the city. And how will that be done? God gave a commandment to a king who was still not a king of Israel, just a king, king of a of a, of a Medipatian. And the commandment came forth and they commanded that the Jews can go back home and build their city. God rules in the affairs of men, young man. You may say, how oh, is that going to be possible? When they don't even know God. These people are not, the, are not worshipping God. Yes, but God can still talk to them. And God talks to men, even unbelievers, in dreams and in visions. And they do what He, what he, what he commands them. They will have to do it because God is God. So, he said the commandment will go forth to rebuild the city. And it happened. It was King Cyrus that made that decree that the Jews are allowed to go and rebuild that temple. And that's, he said the God of heaven showed himself to him in a division and told him to build him a temple. And he told him to go build in Jerusalem. So he asked for the Jews to go build it. God rules in the affairs of men. Don't think that your problem is impossible. You may say, well, my problem, I'm dealing with men. How will God help me? Don't worry. Just put your trust in God and call upon God concerning those issues. And God will send the right heart to those people and they will just begin to favor you. If you will believe it, so shall it be. I mean, if you have something to do with some men that are unbelievers, men of the world, and you need to get something, you call upon God. Call upon the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord knows how to touch the heart. They won't know what touched their heart. They will just favor you. That is why we trust in Him. That is how to trust in God in whatever situation, circumstances, or any need that you need. You trust Him. This Israelites, that's why we say, when you follow God, God will be leading your life and God will be fighting for you. The Jews in those days, when they were away, away from God, it looked like, how oh, will God help them? But even wherever they were scattered, God knows how to bring them back. True men that don't even know this God. God will make their heart turn to bring these people whatever He wanted them to do. So that was happening in that generation and it will still happen today. And this is what the angel was telling Daniel, that the command, the command will go forth, they will rebuild the temple. It will take 62 weeks and another 7 weeks. And the Messiah will come to Jerusalem. So from the time that they gave the commandment till the Messiah comes to Jerusalem, it will be 62 weeks and another 7 weeks. Now, we can look back at history and see that every, every week he was talking about was like years. 7 years is a week. That is one day is a, like, a, like, a, like a year. And we can say from the time of Daniel till the Lord Jesus Christ came to Jerusalem, was born in Bethlehem and walking around in Israel, was uh, almost 400 and something years that if you multiply for 62 weeks, as 62 times 7 years, you will get 400 and something years from that time of Daniel. And that was about the time that the Messiah came. From the time that Daniel was alive till the Messiah came was almost 472 years. And just to the letter, as the word of God has prophesied by this angel, that the Messiah will come. Now in verse 26, he went further and said, After three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off 
So the angel also prophesied that the Messiah will come, but the Messiah also will be taken out of the earth. That was exactly how it happened. The Messiah came to them, they didn't accept the Messiah, and the Messiah was crucified. And he rose again and went away back to heaven. And the angel prophesied it just right here to Daniel. 470 something years before it happened, it was written. So Daniel was prophesying for years till the end of the world. I'm saying when you work with God, you will get the same type of revelation, but you have to work in the prophetic way. And go search the life of this prophet, you will see how they work, and you can work the same way with God, and the Lord will minister to you. So now he said the Messiah will be caught up, but not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come, there is another prince that will come to the Jews. He said that people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be with a flood. And unto the end of the war, desolations are determined. And now that shows that there was a particular war that will be the end of the war. Amen. But what he was talking about, many have been, it has been misinterpreted in different ways. This particular verse has been, if you take another version of the Bible, you will see some interpretation that does not really look like how I'm interpreting it. But just keeping to this, then this book of this King James Version, you will see that what he is saying is, at the end of it all, there will be another prince that will come, and that prince will destroy the temple first, but they are, at the end of the age, there will be another people that will restore Jerusalem again. And he said that there will be desolation for many years until that happened. And how many years? They didn't say right here, but when we look at that chapter, it looked like 2,000 years have passed before Jerusalem was restored to them again. Because after Christ came, it was 70 AD, 70 years AD, that Jerusalem was destroyed by the Roman Empire. And the Jews were scattered from all, from that place to all over the world. Now, and they were not allowed there until after some time they started going back there until 1940 something when they were now a nation again and it took almost 2000 years just think about that and this temple has not been rebuilt up to now so the angel was prophesying that it will take a long time see the religions are determined for a long time so until the end of the war now the second world war at the end of the second world war that was when the jews started going back and wanted to become a nation okay so that second world war most likely it was referred to here that at the end of the war before the desolation will be will be stopped it will begin to stop and he went for I said he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week now I'm not going to interpret this section I'm just going to wrap it up right here because this is deeper many of us believe that he's talking about the last seven years of the world empires when God will come back and begin to deal with the Jews again right now when they were scattered God stopped dealing with them as a nation like Jesus Christ prophesied he said until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled that is still going on the times of the Gentiles is when the gospel went to the Gentiles worldwide the gospel is being preached and at the end of it all God will go back to the Jews and as a nation that God will deal with them as a single country and that you will see that in the book of Zechariah many prophecies that we can refer to but we are not going to refer to them because we are running out of time today we are going to come back to them later but this is telling us that seek God like the prophet and you will get the same reward like the prophets and God revealed things to prophets just to make them wiser to warn other people and to also make them to be careful caution you God wants you to also to work with him so that you can get the same type of reward would you like to work with God in a prophetic way bow your head and me pray for you especially if you are a, priest, a, a preacher or a believer or you are a Christian bow your head and pray together and ask Jesus Christ the Lord can do your fire in my heart 
I want you to pray for revival of your own soul first. Ask the Lord to kindle the fire, the desire to know more into your heart, the desire to search the scriptures, the desire to know more of the word of God, to understand it more, to fast and pray for more. Father, I pray for all these people, Lord. Touch them, Lord. You say to Jesus yourself, say, Lord Jesus Christ, kindle your fire in my heart to want to know more, to want to increase in wisdom and in knowledge in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you that Lord will touch you and give you understanding and help you to, to, to seek after him more so that you can get more from him in the name of Jesus Christ. I want you to write to us, write to Gospel Distribution Ministry, Post Office Box 71027, Phoenix, Arizona 85050. God bless you. On the internet, it's www.gospeldistribution.org. God bless you.